You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at whopetspod.com. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast sterile glassford come right back at you here for the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review on apple and spotify and wherever you get your podcasts plus if you could like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to sports right here at the lakers fast break Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at LakersBall.com, and also as well, the great folks at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversations today at both LakersBall.com and Lakerholics.com, plus our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Sometimes it's just about the little things. With the Lakers coming off a, well, actually, what just can be described as the worst loss of the season in Portland, and a day later coming off a very depressing day of inactivity on the part of the Lakers management team in regards to trying to negotiate anything at the trade deadline. The Lakers come into a Saturday night primetime tilt against the Golden State Warriors with zero momentum behind them. And four games under 500, and things were not looking good. And in the first half, there were still mistakes here and there. Their transition defense wasn't good at times. Sometimes they were just blowing free throws left and right. They were missing layups. Just simple little things in the first half as they went down as far as 15 points but they came back and made it close to the half and in the third quarter kept it close and in the fourth quarter actually had a nice strong charge to start off the fourth quarter and actually gave them as far as a six-point lead and things were looking up for Lakers fans could they pull off the big victory in Golden State unfortunately down the stretch, hitting three-pointer after three-pointer, allowing Clay Thompson to go off in the fourth quarter like the old days of Clay, the Clay of old, per se, on some missed free throws by LeBron James with two seconds left. Unfortunately, Paul just a bit short once again, and unfortunately just didn't get it done when they needed to. 
117 to 115, they fall to the Golden State Warriors. And to me, it's not just about what they couldn't get done in the fourth quarter. To me, it's all about what they couldn't get done in the first half. Just simple things. Free throw here, a layup that you concentrate on by THT or Russell Westbrook in the first half that they should have made. Or even if just hustling back on defense and transition on one or two occasions more than what they did. And you could have changed the whole complexion of this game. But unfortunately, yeah, that's what we have for right now. The Lakers falling once again. But here today to talk about the game are two great guests indeed. First up, it is the man behind the Lakerholics.com website. He's got great articles there right now. He is the man that stuck with me, tried and true, through two and a half hours of what I think I will call pain for us as Lakers fans because it was agonizing because they didn't do anything. But it is a good man indeed. It is Laker Tom at Laker Tom on Twitter. Laker Tom, again, to me, it's not about how they didn't during the stretch. It's about the little things that led up to it that is the difference between victory and a loss, unfortunately, that they incurred tonight. You know, it's when your record is 26 and now 31 losses, and there's only uh, 27 games, I guess, left in the season. Uh, it's hard to declare a moral victory. And uh, uh, the Lakers basically, they had a game that they could have won. It was a close game. I give them a lot of credit for fighting hard to come back in the game. They, you know, they had the ball bounce the wrong way several times. You know, that one three that came off of a ricocheted pass when, yep. when we tipped the ball. And Clay just two of them. There were two stand, of them. He seemed to be standing in the right place. And every key referee calls early and just seemed to go against the Lakers in every bounce of the ball. But I think what this, I think what this game showed to me was the Lakers exactly are what you saw tonight. They're a team that, like you said, Gerald, was a few plays in the first half of taking total control of the game. And a game basically that they should have won had the refereeing been even. I mean, LeBron just kept getting hit, hit over and over going to the basket. You come down in the end, and it's it's really what's wrong with this team before the trade deadline, which is basically they they need to re- they need to remove two players who aren't doing a good job for two players who could be starters, and they weren't able to do that at the trade deadline. I think that they should go all in, and and if they have to promise a couple of guys like like Goran Dragic and and Gary Harris, they'll be starters on the Lakers. In order to get them to come here, I would for sure do it because we're we're two players away from being able to do anything other than lose the first round match three to four after winning a playing game. You know, uh, this team's just not good enough, and it's 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 the basically core players that it's a combination of the coach playing the wrong players to start games and the combination of there not being you know guys who really are definitive enough, good, good enough players that they would normally start. You know, if Drogic, if, if LeBron could call Goran and tell him to come and, and he came and he, he would immediately start and I'd bring, I'd bring Russ off the bench in that particular situation. So, you know, this is an interesting game. The, um, you know, you, you had two things that you could really work for as a, as a Lakers fan. One thing was uh, that they could win and beat, beat uh, Golden State and, and start a winning streak. Well, that didn't happen. 
Um, and then the other thing that could happen is they could play so terribly that they'd fire Frank immediately and we'd have a coaching change and have a reason for something to, to think that something might be different tomorrow. But instead, what we got was another dose of the same old stuff, you know, in this particular case, losing a game that we should have done, we should have won against a really good team and against uh, really probably the best performance that uh, in the last two and a half years, for sure, that Clay had. I mean, he was he was just red hot. It's funny, you know, that to see the Warriors playing as well as they are, for some reason, I just don't think Steph is going to continue to play like this the rest of the year. So uh, the Warriors are, this was, a, this was a good effort by the Lakers, and uh, the team was ready. They played hard. I thought we had some excellent defensive sequences. I thought Austin Reeves really solidified being in the closing lineup. And there should be some consideration for him being in the starting lineup, you know. Um, he keeps getting better. He keeps getting knocked down, and he keeps getting up and coming back and fighting harder. And, you know, considering we're a long shot to do anything as far as winning a championship, I think it's really important that the young players play. You know, I think Stanley Johnson should play more minutes and should be more aggressive going to the basket. I think definitely Monk and definitely Reeds uh, should get a lot more minutes than Avery Bradley, for example. I never saw Bradley stay in front of – Steph once in the entire night. Now, but he you heard the announcers praise him. Yeah, I know that they praise him, but my eye test and every stat that you look up in the NBA stats, we just do not do well when he's on the floor, on the court. I, um, I agree with you. I'm just telling you yeah. what they saw. They're seeing a yeah. different game from well, you. Know, it, I, I was kind it, of well, – hold it on. Still, it was, still comes down to the fact that even, you know – the guys that are, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker had a very, very good game, I thought. He played extremely well. I still uh, think having Malik Monk out of the starting lineup and only playing that was a mistake, minutes, obviously, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's that's something but I the, well, the other the thing too is that Bradley Yeah, you know what Steph is not shooting threes the way he used to. And yet Bradley refused to let you know, I mean he was playing like drop coverage like a center drop coverage on Curry. If Curry would do a little penetration, he, it was just ridiculous. I mean, it's like trying to stay in front of the guy is one thing, and he blows by you. But the other thing is just to keep keep sagging and keep sagging and keep sagging. And he, he made three straight floaters in a row against Bradley. It's funny that, you know, that the Warriors, doing as well as the Warriors are doing, nobody, anybody who thinks that, that Steph is not going to break out of the shooting slump and, and shoot 45% from three for the rest of the season and in the playoffs is going to be awfully, is going to be surprised. Um, this is, I don't think that at his age that he's washed in any sense of the mood. You know, he's just a time bomb that's waiting for the Warriors to go off, in my opinion. But I give the Lakers a lot of credit. We'll take it as a moral victory because at this point in time, and this time of the year, we don't have anything else to take. So, you know, they played well. They played well. They should have won. The types of mistakes they made were mistakes, probably just like the announcer said, were mistakes of habit that the Lakers have not been doing well enough. We have not shot free throws well. We have not executed down the stretch well. And, uh, you know, it's those are the little things that it cost us. On to the next game, and it'll be more of the same probably. And also here today to talk about today's game is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he does as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. Joe, good to have you back. Hope you're feeling better, my friend. 
Wanted to make sure and get you in here. Again, I still have an issue with Avery Bradley in the lineup and did not have Malik Monk. Malik Monk in the time, 20 minutes, 12 points. Obviously, that's a sign that you know he, he played effectively when he was in there. But still, him not getting those starter minutes, I think, affected the team adversely. Austin Reeves, he, perfect from the field, 5 for 5, 2 for 2 from the free throw line, 13 points and played solid defense. THT had 17 points off the bench in one of his better performances of the year. Even Russell Westbrook, the much maligned Russell Westbrook, 19 points, seven rebounds, and five assists, only one turnover. You cannot pin the loss totally on him because he's obviously did a lot of good things and positive things today. Right now, when it comes to it, LeBron James, 9 of 27 from the field. Yes, he did score 26 points, 15 rebounds, and eight assists. He did keep us in the game at times. Obviously, he's also to be congratulated because he is now, uh, I guess, unofficially or technically the all-time leading scorer ever in the NBA, if you include regular season and playoffs, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar today. Yes, that's to be congratulated, but Anthony Davis only got 13 shots and 16 points. I don't know. It just It seems to me, Joe, that we do all that we can to try and make sure that we do just enough not to win. I don't think it's that simple. <laughs> I think it, it shows up on the stats. I think. I think. I th- you know, this is the end. This is the, the the highest level of basketball on the planet. One little mistake will lose you a game, and the Lakers do not do the basics well ever, ever, ever. Free throws, cut to the damn basket. There's open running lanes. If it was just about Clay Thompson making lucky threes, that's a different story. We've we've benefited we've benefited from that in our history. Robert Ori being one of the biggest ones. But this constant lack of fundamentals on a Senior citizen team is what is just mind-boggling to me. You would think a coach who's seasoned with seasoned players and young guys who are impressionable, you would think that this would get fixed. It's not. It's not getting fixed because they don't give a damn. Okay? AD doesn't give a damn about making free throws. He doesn't give a damn I mean, I don't understand how a guy can have such a beautiful shooting form and space and miss all the time, every game, over and over again. At what point do you improve, fix something? I don't know what these guys do all week. What do they do in practice? What do they do? You guys are veterans. You guys are champions. Where's the... Where's the where's where's the desire? Where? You're making fundamental mistakes game in, game out. This is not an excuse. This is not about not playing good de- team defense. This is stuff that's been going on way too long and I don't understand at what point are the and all these idiots on I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm pissed off right now. I have to listen really? to these jokesters announce a game all that idiot was doing was joking the whole time that Van Gumby just like, what, what are these guys talking about? I'm trying to pay attention to the game and joking about stupid crap all game. I'm just trying to understand. 
How about talk about the game? How about put these guys on blast? Do something. Then no one does anything anymore because everybody's afraid they're going to insult somebody. Everyone's going to worry about now not being able to talk to them in the locker room or whatever. These guys stink. It's either this or I have to hear Charles Barkley talk like a complete buffoon. It's either really bad or really weak. Like there's nothing of any substance. Okay. The only, the only legitimate substance is some Yahoo on Twitter talking about something and no one gives a crap about what he's saying. That's it. That's all we have now. Instead, we got a, you know, dancing pony, you know, pony show. Oh, oh, Mark Jackson, we're doing this. Oh, oh, hey, I went to high school. Who gives a crap? I'm going to talk about the game. I don't care where you went to high school. Okay? I don't care where you went to high school, Jeff. I don't. What's going on here? Why aren't these guys making free throws? Why? Why aren't you making free throws? No explanation. No one cutting to the basket. No one boxing out. No one doing jack. A veteran team. A veteran team. An old veteran team. You would think. I've watched Utah back in the 90s. I watched San Antonio for 20 years. At least they do the fundamentals. Why don't they listen to this coach? Why is the coach coaching? Is anybody doing anything when they're not playing the game? Or are they just sitting around? Team. team like those guys. I don't. I don't. They're, I don't, they're, a, team that, they're a team that basically freelances. This is not. You can't freelance. You can't. Well, but that's what the Lakers do. That's what the Lakers do. That's what LeBron does. Well, and here you problem, go. The problem is, is when they find something that really works. There was a period of time where Frank put a lineup in, and, and we were in a two-point game. And Frank put a lineup in, and they were playing zone. Well, the reason they were playing zone is because we had five guys out there who couldn't shoot their way out of a barn. And, of course, they're playing zone. Well, during that particular period, though, we managed to hang on. We played for about five or six minutes, and it was still a two-point game. And what happened is LeBron James picked apart them with guys cutting to the basket, and he was playing a low post. And that we never saw that in the fourth quarter. It was like it just disappeared from our arsenal. You guys got to calm down, both you guys. You guys are getting really riled up here. Well, I feel like I, I feel like I haven't had a chance to really vent. I've been playing this. I've been playing this calm and trying to be, you know, whatever. I don't know. It's not a, if, if you, you know if you are playing your your rear end off and you lose. That's there's a you can see the difference when that happens. Well, but also you, as well, I do want to fault the uh, again the first half. A lot of little mistakes led up to a lot in this case and. You know, simple layups being missed, free throws. There were four missed free throws in a row that were missed by both LeBron and AD early on. Also, a three-point shot attempt that was missed by Curry that was a foul that was on Avery Bradley, which was not a foul on the replay, should have been called. I know that these coaches don't like to go ahead and do that instant replay thing as far as challenging it in the first half, but had he had done so, they would have wiped off those three free throws that Stephen Curry would have made, and that would have been the difference right there. So, again, little things lead up to a lot. And when you're a losing team like the Lakers, it's these little things that are leading up to all these losses that they continually have. This discussion, and I think a lot of the frustration, too, is we're listening to how LeBron just passed Kareem, and we've had this this nonsense, you know, that's 
doesn't seem to go away. Who's the greatest? Who's this? Who's that? I'm just, you know, it's all kind of just kind of coming together all, all, all at once. Like all this bull crap of everything, all is just kind of starting to come together. And, and, and I'm sitting here and I know what I'm looking at. Okay. I've been watching this thing for 30 years. This is not, I watch these games and I watch other team, other guys play. And I've seen, I'm not trying to, I'm not telling, I'm not the old man telling you to get off his lawn. I'm not doing that. Fundamentals are fundamentals, man. You don't lose fundamentals in life. You don't lose fundamentals in sports. You don't lose those things. It doesn't matter what era it is, okay? The bottom line is there's no way a team this veteran with this many vets should be this bad at the fundamentals. Look at Reeves. Look at the simple things he was doing that made a difference. He, this game would have been lost without those fundamentals. Why aren't anybody doing these things? Why? I don't understand like what they do, and no one is asking these questions. No one's asking these questions because they're again they get, they're, paid, they get paid for scoring. That's what's bottom line. If you get paid for look, it, it's like the Ozzy Ozzy Smith situation. Okay, Ozzy Smith asked this question, and it was a very legitimate one. What's the difference between a hundred RBIs? and 100 saved runs. There isn't. They're even. So if you're going to sit there and you're going to tell me you want to be a scorer, you want to score, how about make your free throws? How about stop missing free, uh, layups? Okay, you want to do that? Okay, how about that? Can we do that? We don't, reward, we, that. We don't reward players for how fundamentally good they are. We reward them for how many points they've scored. That's what, when they go talking contract or they ask their agent, how come this is the best I can do? It's because you don't score enough points. They can't count on you for so many points per game and so forth. How many great defenders have there been out there that, that just couldn't hold and get played off of the floor because they can't score. And, and so it, it still comes down to the fact that, I mean, nobody, I mean, boxing out, I mean, I have youth teams that box out better than any of these pro teams that are out there. They just don't. They just jump and reach. They just jump they just and reach. Ju- That's yeah, all it's, they do. it's all based upon athleticism. But, but frankly, when I watch after after games, I'll go I'll go to local gyms and I'll watch young kids play today, and that's all that counts. It's the athletic move that you can make that will wow the fans and, and show off your hops. And and it's not the it's not the guy who has the feel and and keeps his body touching the other guy and, and knows anticipates which way he's going to go from the pressure that he feels on his body and boxes the guy out and lets the ball bounce and, or lets a teammate get an easy rebound. Well, let me ask you they this don't, real quick. We don't, we don't teach those fundamental things because AAU basketball is now just become sponsored by agents and by coaches who make their, make their, make their, entire living and livelihood off of feeding people into various college systems. Well, and let so me ask players, you this. Hold on. Let me ask you this. Taught fundamentals are really, they're really taught to score and to be athletic. Let me that's ask you this real do. quick from what I saw in today's game. This is something that's gone on the entire season. LeBron James is what? Six, nine, still about two sixty, two sixty five, maybe in that range should be the strongest guy tonight out on that court. And yet 
like you said, he still tries to outleap everybody, and he gets outleaped by Kaminga, who is what seventeen years his junior, and yeah. you know is still trying to. And, and he responded. He responded in the right way, which was to take and body and go in there and be so aggressive attacking the basket yes. that they had but, to call the fouls, but. He doesn't have the gas to do that in the fourth quarter. But clearing out, boxing out, instead of having him try to leap over LeBron, right. LeBron just all he has to do is just box him out, and he would have, you know, prevented at least two or three tip-ins by. Yeah, but when you had when you have athleticism like LeBron has, you but don't he's no really, longer the you, athletic they, they, person. Listen, I mean, I there. know, I know. I wish I, 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 you know, you and I have never had that kind of athleticism where you, you I've never had, had to, to worry out. about that. Nobody's going to get the rebound. I can get the rebound whenever I want. I and got a lot of rebounds because I boxed out. That's well, all I know. Yeah, I always boxed out. Yeah, well, I was always I, one of the. You, you didn't. If you, you you sit on the bench if you don't box out every single time. That's simple. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But again, the Lakers unfortunately did fall 117 to 115. Like Laker Tom said earlier in the show, they did fall to 26 and 31. They are still ninth place in the Western Conference. Although, how much longer? We don't know because New Orleans with the trades and all, they're trying to gain some ground on the Lakers. So we need we need some buyout. We need some buyout miracles. Yeah, buyout miracles. Well, why would they want to go to the Lakers? That's another starting, issue right starting, there. Well, the the only reason only they want to get a championship and you wanna these guys are all free agents, okay? They all wanna showcase. So they want to be on TV. They want to be in a big market. And if you can offer, let's say, Goran Goran Dragic or Gary Harris starting roles. Well, Gary Harris, Lakers, yeah, I could see that. You know, I mean, that's something that they're gonna, their agent is gonna sit there and say, well, now for our brand, man, that is, that's a pretty big catch because these guys are, you know, I mean, you're gonna get it. What, what kind of role are you gonna get with the Heat? What kind of role are you getting with the Warriors? You know, none of these guys are six, eight wing players that everybody wants. You know, they're all one's a point guard. I mean, I, I just, I just have them start and bring Russ off the bench. And if Russ complains, then, then he just sits. You know, make it simple. Because you're not going to get these many games from Russell Westbrook, as we've seen. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are on well, Lakers. Plus, he knows he's going to play minutes. And, and, and frankly, yeah. he'll be better. That's That suits it perfectly, you know. Well, I know La- Laker Twitter is going to be all over what Westbrook's saying. Yes, oh, we knew this was Westbrook all along. But every time we've seen him have a good game, he'll follow it up with two, three, four well, bad ones that will remind it, you. It exactly doesn't matter. Russ obvious was, 
there are, are other problems besides rust. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, I had, no, I'm just letting you know. Rust the weaknesses that we have, unfortunately. That, that I, I agree with and you. Takes up a start, it takes up the starter role in, to do that. And, and to not have Monk as a starter, I think, was really dis disconcerting for me. But, yeah. Joe, before we head on out, I know, and I never thought I would say this on the show, that there was someone outside of Laker Tom who is the angriest person on the show. But uh, great to have you both here. I'm really, again, just feeling bad for you both. I know that you've been very upset, both of you, as far as what's going on. But, again, it's about the fundamentals. And you guys have hit it right in the head. But before we head on out, I mean, you know, I want to hear your uh, reactions because we haven't heard, heard them yet. When you saw what Laker Tom and I were, were seeing live firsthand, that the Lakers were not making any changes at the trade deadline, what was going through your mind? Well, I knew there wasn't going to be anything done. It's, it's, uh, they, it's, the league knows that when you're desperate, especially if you're the Lakers, they're going to try to take your internal organs. And it got to a point where, maybe about six hours before the trade deadline ended that morning, I was like, there's no way there's going to be a deal done here because they're going to ask for the first. What are we going to get that's going to matter? John Wall, uh, Christian Wood for THT. That's a, if yeah. anything, a, a, a I would love that move. deal. That would deal would have been, that would deal would have been pure gold. It would not, it's not going to make a difference guys. Here's the bottom line. Okay. You have your two guys. Okay. The two main guys and worse, worse, because I am going to give, LeBron a little bit of slack. He's in his almost 20th year, okay? And, you know, I'm not an inconsiderate a-hole, okay? I'm, I'm a fair person. You're getting okay? soft, bro. Okay. You're getting yeah, soft, tell man. me about it. Okay? <laughs> At least he's put it in. He's, put, he's almost there. He's almost, you know, hitting that Tom Brady level of 20 years. That, he's done a lot, okay? The guy I'm really irritated with is Anthony Davis, okay? Because yeah, that was the guy. Terrible that is the guy that is in his prime that I was expecting. This is the guy that's going to kind of take us to the next three or four years as LeBron or Westbrook or whatever. And he has absolutely turned into Paul Gasol circa 2011. To the yeah, point he's, where he's he's I wish I could will never be an alpha. I mean, I mean, at teleport. I, I, I keep getting that thought of Phil Jackson just mm, like this into Powell's chest in that Dallas series in the playoffs. Where's your heart? Where's your ganas? You ever seen Stand and Deliver? Where's your ganas? Where's your desire? Where you're in your prime? You have a skill set that maybe three people on this planet have. Three with those seven six wingspans. Where are you? If you don't care, retire. Go away. You know, stop wasting our time. And this is something that Rob needs to grow some a pair, and Jeannie needs to grow a pair and sit his ass down and go, listen, do you want to be here? Do you want to be here? Do you want to play? Because if you don't, we'll send you we'll send you back to some podunk team. That's not the Lakers. You can go average your 25 points and 13 rebounds and not have any pressure on you. Go to the Hall of Fame and call it a career. Because if this is what it's going to be the next year or two, I, I would rather just have them trade his ass and just try and do what Oklahoma City's doing. Just stockpile draft picks, start getting more guys like Reeves, because that is one thing we cannot deny. The Lakers have been very good at finding the gems through the weeds, okay? You know you got that going. 
Let's start focusing on that at this point, and then hopefully, maybe draw, maybe uh, Luca becomes available. Maybe somebody else becomes available down the road. Someone who really gives a crap and could come over here and actually play and 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 give us some veteran leadership, right? Isn't that what everyone wants? But that but that's why we held the draft pick back. That's why we did not trade the draft pick because we were betting upon. I mean, you know, right from the beginning that you're not going to trade. You're not going to trade for a Damian Lillard. Okay, let's be right honest about it. You're not going to trade for Dame Lillard without multiple draft choices. That's simple. And the Lakers, by refusing to trade, will be also able to offer their 2029 first-round draft pick. So they'll have two draft picks. There's been talk previously suggested by Eric Pincus that the Lakers could renegotiate with New Orleans to eliminate some of the swaps that they have so that they could also also offer a third draft pick. As I mentioned, Miami did that over the past few yep. days. So you got $47 million expiring contract. I mean, we saw what Eric Bledsoe's $18 million expiring contract bought for the Clippers. Well, people are going to love to have Russ's $47 million expiring contract because there ain't a lot of great superstars on the free market. This and summer. you had mentioned that you were arguing the following with summer, the following summer, you got LeBron AD, you've got almost every single superstar. Well, hold on. Let me, I know you had mentioned to me that you were arguing that you didn't think it was as important as I did, as far as him going over and being rolled into the, over to the summer, because you said wall has a four, also 47. Yeah. There's still 28 teams. So yeah. yes, while wall has a $47 million expiring coming out the books, so does Westbrook. There's 28 teams. I'm sure more than one wants to go ahead and get $47 million off the books yeah. and will trade a lot of assets to do right. that. And then nope. that's enough money so that you could bring back anybody at any, any salary, uh, you know, which, which, which gets you into a whole different subject, but, but that's what the Lakers are going to do. Okay. The Lakers are going after Dame. It's simple. You look at what's happening with Portland. Dame wasn't traded. The Lakers held on to that pick. Had Dame been traded, I'll bet you anything. The Lakers would have had a jettisoned the pick, and 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 they probably should have had they had an opportunity to really get Christian Wood. But anyway, the big question the Lakers have to face this summer is that do they want to? I mean, we've every single problem because of Russell Westbrook was not. We didn't see a lot of the conflict that a lot of teams had, but both of the both the Nets and the Lakers gambled on having a third superstar, superstar big threes. Well, I'm not so sure a superstar big three is the best way to go going forward, even with the money that we're going to get from from Russ and his expiring contract and, and two draft picks and, and whatever filler we got to trade, because maybe we should be looking instead to have the best five players starting lineup. We've got two superstars, and it's a lot easier to build around three players in a starting lineup with two superstars than two starters that you've got to cram in all of the defensive and, and playmaking, every deficiency you've got with three superstars. And that's true with Lillard in there too, because when you've got three superstars, you there's not enough touches. You end up with two and a half superstars, so who's going to be the half superstar? You don't uh, want I'm, that to be LeBron I'm James not, right now. At this point, I'm, 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 not, I'm not really going to consider AD – well, liable. I'm sorry. I, he's not doing I know he's, he's frustrated and, and he played, he played like three or four games in a row where I thought it was the greatest in the world. And then the last two games, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. I, I was excited too. I thought maybe, okay, yeah. he's getting, but that's his... our problem because LeBron's done the same thing. And LeBron, Russ has done the same thing. We've had nobody who's like, 
just been perfect. The closest is LeBron, and obviously I'd give him a break for the same reason you would. Yeah. It's it's not but, it's not but I think what it comes down to is what did the Lakers do now? If they set themselves up, they were patient. So now they're gonna have two draft picks plus a forty-seven million dollar expiring contract to play next year. Um, and everybody assumes that of course Russ is gonna <laughs> accept forty-seven million rather than than pass. So so what do you do? You know, what do you do with that money and who do you go out and get? Well, I'm so tired of guys like Avery Bradley and Stanley Johnson, as good a players as both are. They should not be starting on a championship caliber team. The, the, the question now is, what are you getting for Westbrook? I, I, why would anybody want to give up draft picks for a expiring contract? The only the reason the contract is the only way that they clear cap space. Yeah, save it. It's all about saving money. That, that luxury or, tax yeah. is a problem. Get out of the tax. It's, there are a million things. To these middle franchises, Joe, to these franchises that just don't have that abundance of cash like the Warriors are never going to get a free agent superstar to come there. So and they, especially if you're in the repeater tax and you're in the repeater tax, like, for instance, the, the Warriors, every year that they stay in the tax, they pay a substantial amount more in taxes. Just imagine, a, let's say, a team like Indiana that doesn't have all the same kind of funding that, that Golden State or for the rich owner that the Clippers do. That's a killer going excessively in the tax. That's why people avoid it. Why did Boston trade and make the trades that they did for the most part to get out of the tax for the season? There's a lot of financial implications, but what it comes down to is that even bad contracts, max contracts like Russ's in the final year become valuable because they're expiring contracts. That's what I'm and that's saying. People can clear cap space. I, I, I think I think the, I think the Lakers need to open up everything this summer. I think Rob and Jeannie need to sit down and really evaluate on whether you preach into the choir. We've already said that we'd like to yeah. have a new coach and a new general manager. Well, you know, I don't know the new coach. What's the new and coach a new owner? Do? No one listens. No yeah. one listens to any of these coaches. No one. Everybody's wow. a diva. No one. When, when we're tired of Frank now. He's they've had him for two and a half years, and that's enough. Yeah. Well, that, again, who, every they all they all. Everybody, you've coached it up yourself. You know that same thing happens. Uh, you know, by the time I've had a kid five years, it's just like we need an of, owner with like a hundred billion in the pocketbook, guys. We need a owner with a hundred yeah. billion. Is Jeff, you know, is Jeff Bezos available? <laughs> that would be good. I don't think ownership is the issue here, guys. I think there's some think kind of disconnect. There is. Why, a, why is Alex Caruso not on the team? This is a cow. Well, because they, they chose THT over Caruso. If they had, they could have had both, but they didn't want to pay the taxes on Alex Caruso, which is a commandment from the owner. That's down, going down. So, and they the, there was rumors that they had an offer where they could have traded for John Wall and Christian Wood, and would have had to give up uh, Russ, uh, THT, none, and the pick. And they turned that down in order to hang on to the pick. Lateral move. Yeah. Uh, and and the reason that they turned it down was primarily because they knew that they were going to end up having to pay a lot of taxes if they were to keep Christian Wood. Right. Because and that comes from the top, Joe. That that comes from the that top. That comes from the ownership. It, listen, that Bus family has six brothers and sisters. All those six siblings, their income comes from the, the Lakers. They don't have, I mean, I'm sure they've invested. They got money. the real estate. Remember, they have the real estate. Right. But, yeah. but still, he's cashed most of his real estate in in order to buy the Lakers way back. That's a big part of the the whole TV show. Yeah, they're going to yeah, talk about that. On the they're, TV not show. Like, they're not like 
they're not like the Clippers, okay? Who basically they can the Clippers already are, are like 180 million dollars in taxes this year. Well, Golden still Golden State is is number one, but the Clippers are in the top three or four as will, far as taxes. Will be too because they're going to extend yeah. Covington. Yeah. So. <laughs> and we can't we can't match that now because they don't understand that that's now the price to compete for a championship. You've got to pay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't know guys. I, I think it's deeper than that. I really do. I, I don't, everyone is getting paid. I, I well, that's part of it. Yeah. I don't know what this is. This is about who wants this. No one wants it. You know, maybe LeBron does a little bit, but, and Reeves and, THT the young guys, but uh, does AD? Oh, just don't have the talent, man. If AD does not want to play, we're not good enough. If AD does not want to be a star, you need to start looking around to see what you can get for him this summer too. Well, everybody expected by now that AD would be one and LeBron would be two, and that's never happened. He, you know, it's like he got to be one B by the time in the. I would love for him to be a two. He's not even a two. He's he's a guy that doesn't give a crap. It's, well, it's no other way to look at it. He doesn't care. It, you can see it in his play. If you don't care, then well, I mean, we got playing against Looney. If he can't dominate Looney, the Warriors were giving this game away. Okay, they weren't making jack crap until things started falling out of the sky for them. They okay? need a new coach. They need a new coach. Who? Who's who's going to be the new coach? Bill Handy. Bring in? Bill Handy. Oh no, that's not yes. going to work. Hey, he got a technical tonight. So that yes, Phil Handy. The word was that Phil Handy would have taken over and had been, had been fired. Not not uh, Fisdale. You want fundamentals? All Handy teaches is fundamentals. If you want the team to focus on fundamentals, why isn't he doing it now as an assistant coach? Pardon? How come he's not doing it now? How come these guys are not doing it now? Because Russell Westbrook, for example, refuses to work with him. Oh, okay. Well, then they he works with LeBron. His... He works with AD. He worked with Kobe. He, he's there, a great. The... He's okay. great on teaching. Right. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Somebody's going to have to make some freaking decisions here in the summer and say, look, if you guys don't want to play basketball the way it's supposed to, yeah. then we're going to trade your ass. I, I, I'm they, not going to – at this point, I, I know I would never last in the NBA. all free I, agents. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I'd be like, right. you know, no, yeah. we're going to bring people in here. If you're not going to do anything, then you might as well just tell us where you want to go and we'll trade your ass for somebody who wants to be here. I know they Dane would like to be here. from outside, though. That's the Maybe problem. Joe and Laker Tom should buy a share, the controlling share of the Los Angeles Lakers. There you, you know go. what's going to happen is, it's is only available Jesse for Jesse Buss will be the next. Will, will follow Rob Palenka. Jesse Buss will follow Rob Palenka. Well, again, Lakers could be available now for what six billion dollars. I'm saying six billion right now. Six billion. Uh, you guys got six sell. billion. The, La- the Lakers own sixty. The Lakers own 60, the, the, the Bus Family Trust owns 66% of the Lakers, which means, you know, that uh, again, uh, I think that ticket would be more than $6 billion to get the, the family. Well, their value agree. their value with Forbes, last time I read, was just under $5 billion. I think yeah, the, Knicks, like the Knicks are always number one. Yeah. But, yes, the, the Lakers are, are very close behind. I'm saying – since the latest evaluation from Forbes, I'm assuming plus the fact that you know you always got to overbid on something, you know, on some you know, IP. I'll die on, really I'll die on Austin Reeves Hill, but I'm not going to die on Genie Bus selling the Lakers Hill. <laughs> That's going to take forever. Well, so, we'll we'll, we'll see, see what happens. Thing. The thing right now is you cannot go cheap. You cannot no, go. You 
you, it's you can't, a different you world. You can't. You got to. You got to pay hundred. You got to match what other teams are willing to pay in the luxury tax area. You see what Golden State is doing. They're spending and they're going the tax and this happened. This happened, tax. guys. This happened before. This happened in the early two thousands when when Ori kind of flamed out in 03 and Doctor Bus yeah, decided not been, to sign. We've always been cheap. We never paid luxury taxes. <laughs> It'll be well. Let me just say it's going to be interesting to see in the coming years if Phoenix really does well this season as they start having to go ahead and re up all the entire core crew that they, they have. Will. They're going to trade the center already. Sarver's cheaper than, than Sarver yeah, has been cheap. Yep. He's yeah. been very cheap. Will that change? We'll wait and see, but yeah, they're trying to get him out of there and putting some BS on him, And then he's like, I didn't do anything. I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> but guys, it's been great having you both on. I know you guys have been just, we're here sometimes as far as therapy for you guys to go ahead and vent your frustrations. <laughs> But I do appreciate both of you guys sharing your thoughts tonight. I will have to go ahead and bleep, uh, I think, on at least one occasion. But I had to do that on the trade deadline with, with Tom, so that's okay. Uh, Joe's ready to fight, that's for sure. Joe's ready to fight indeed. <laughs> but it is Joe Soro, a.k.a. Ox1947, on LakersBall.com. And, of course, Laker Tom. He is at Laker Tom on Twitter. No more trades for him right now. He's just maybe he's gonna he's gonna put in a little bit of a hibernation until the summer comes when the trades will start kicking up again. But it is at Laker Tom on Twitter. Give him a follow, please, if you can. And of course, let him know how he's doing with his great articles. His latest one is could the Lakers steal Gary Harris from the buyout market with a promise to start? I agree with that. I mean, I, Tom knows I actually had him part of that trade I proposed a couple of weeks back. So Gary Harris as a starting guard for our team right now would be a, a pretty good fit but if you have any thoughts on that his latest article is now available at lakerholics.com be part of the conversation today at lakerholics.com but guys unfortunately again due to mistakes by all facets of the game in that especially in that first half just the, seemingly just the little things in the first half they could have corrected with the coaches arguing that call you know that went for steph curry THT or Russell Westbrook hitting those back-to-back layups that they missed. LeBron and AD hitting free throws. It wouldn't have come down to LeBron missing free throws at the end. It wouldn't have come down to that. That's that's the difference right there. Sometimes it's the little things. Just wanted to go ahead and mention Felix. Been great on the chat board again. A big thank you to Elton. I know Lure, a new viewer, was very angry tonight, so he gave the angry emoji, but do appreciate Elton for his thumbs up. Felix is here and says his suppliers would offer them all to take all the Lakers and good teams that came to Oracle. He was just upset at the fake Warriors fans as well. He used to get Warriors front row tickets for free. Unfortunately, Felix, you're not going to get them now for free. They're pretty costly right now. But he trusts us more than the Lakers front office, which I think is good. And we appreciate the compliment, but that's also bad for the Lakers front office indeed. But I do want to thank J.C. Connor for also watching. Thank you for the thumbs up. Felix, as always, thank you so much for being part of this great conversation. We will be back once again coming up, I believe. Let's check out the schedule for real quick before we head on. I know I've got a show that's coming up on Monday with Sean Grice and also as well Jamie Sweet. That'll be coming up for you folks on YouTube and also audio. I recorded that yesterday. That's going to be coming up for you guys on Monday for YouTube and also on audio. Got that coming up. The Lakers' next game that's coming up, I think, is on Tuesday. Utah, Tuesday. Utah Wednesday. 
Utah on Wednesday. That's right. Okay, thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. So they're coming up on Wednesday. It's a home game at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So it's going to be Utah coming into the crypt. Hopefully the Lakers can finish off this part of the season just before the All-Star game with a win. We'll see. But Felix, go Dodgers uh, for Felix. There you go. Joe's a fellow Dodgers fan. So there you go. Not Laker Tom, though. Sorry. Not Laker Tom. Go Yankees. I was a Dodgers fan for many years. For me, it's now about the Angels. But then again, Mike Trout gets injured, and then you know uh, our, our seasons Angels. go all to all to heck. So, what are you going to say? But guys, before we head on out, let's go ahead and end on a cheery note. Your thoughts on the Super Bowl, Tom? Even though your Niners aren't there, your thoughts on a pick for tomorrow's Super Bowl? I don't watch football anymore. Oh, stop! There's a hundred million viewers for Bengals that. all the way. Okay. All right. Joe, you've got a thought for tomorrow's game? I trust Joe Burrow more than I trust Stafford. So the only way this is kind of completely false is if Aaron Donald turns into Aaron Donald and does it for 60 minutes. Otherwise, I think the Bengals are going to win. Okay. Well, I've already picked the Rams. I've been on record for Inside Sports Fantasy Football. I went on that show and I already predicted the Rams 34-30. So I think it's going to be a nice high-scoring shootout. I care more about the Super Bowl trailers and also as well the Super Bowl commercials. And actually going to be on the Pop Culture Cosmos for Monday's show talking about the best and worst Super Bowl commercials and trailers. So check that out indeed. I care about nothing other than the game. Oh, I care about all the good movie trailers and the commercials. I I love ripping on the commercials. Absolutely. Because these these companies, they spend millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars for 30 seconds. And sometimes they put out junk and they hear it from me. That's for sure. So I will tell you what, Felix, good luck on your pool. You know, it sounds like you're part of a Super Bowl pool. So go ahead and good luck on that. But tell you what, everyone out there, we got to do something to distract from the painful loss that we had once again. It's all about the little things. And the Lakers, unfortunately, did not do the little things that winning teams do. And they fall short, 117 to 115 at Golden State. But we will definitely be back for everyone out there after the game on Wednesday against Utah. Again, for those on YouTube and also listening to this on an audio format, you'll be getting an extra show on Monday that's going to drop talking about the NBA trade deadline fallout where we talked about Harden, Simmons, the Lakers inactivity, and more. So go ahead and check that out indeed. But once again, the Lakers fall, 117 to 115. Felix and everyone else, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you on Wednesday right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.